Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Jake from the Total Screamers podcast. The Premier League's in full swing and that means it's time to throw on your club shirt and make sure you don't take a nasty tackle below the waist. Our partners at Manscaped are here so you stay clean and take care of yourself where it matters most. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all your below the waist grooming needs with the code SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. That's SCREAMERS20 at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping on your order. Hello everyone, welcome back to Talk Schemers Podcast. I am Simo, today I'm joined by Jake. Say hello Jake. Hello guys, welcome back. And we are also joined by Craig Scott and Lee Judges from the same old Arsenal. Uh, how are we doing, guys? Oh, Very good, well, thank you. you. How are you? I feel like I'm, I'm being interviewed bad. by James English. <laughs> <laughs> super, we've, just, we've just been blagging it from a super professional at the Talk <laughs> Guys, we can't tell you how, how buzzing we are to have you on. Well, thank you for inviting thank us. Thank you very um, much. Thank you. We... Yeah, we always we always like to talk to other podcasters because at the end of the day we started, you know, it's always good to to talk to people who have just started off because um, we were there once and we were the ones asking people to come on and, and, and come on our podcast and talk to us. So yeah, you know, what goes around comes around. Exactly, exactly. We, we've tried to do the same as well. I mean, even though we've only been about like six months, people are always getting in touch like, asking for advice and, you know, we don't want to give it like, like advice that it's not, it's not earned yet. You know, we've only been about like six months and me and Craig talked to me a bit about this uh, just before we started. How we have only been about six months, but you guys have been about three years now. Before that, was it the, the Gunners Talk? The like, Gunner Craig, Talk. Yeah. yeah, the Gunner Talk. Uh, so what, what kind of transitioned into the same old Arsenal for, for you and Lee? Well, I, I was I run the podcast. Well, it was wasn't really a podcast, and it was a YouTube show. Really, I, I yeah. didn't really upload the audio to it. It was it, it was predominantly just a YouTube show. I'd done that for about two years, um, and that was it, it. Went quite well, and then f- things happened, and it kind of took the wind out of its sails a bit. And uh, Lee's laughing at me there now because he's wondering, <laughs> am I going to mention it? Um, Lee, Lee Lee used to come on it regular, and. Um, but when, when, when that when, there was an incident that happened, um, and it kind of knocked the wind out of the sails, as I say, and it kind of knocked it knocked me as well a little bit. Mm. And uh, I think it had about seven and a half thousand subscribers. And I said to myself, "Do you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop." And I said to myself, instead of just deleting the channel, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll pass it on. And um, I passed it on to a good mate of mine, Tom Canton, and he has taken it from. It was on the floor when I left it, um, and he has taken it right back to the top, and he is doing really, really well with it. So I'm glad I didn't just delete it. I'm glad I gave it to someone to kind of do up, if you want. 
and, and and for someone else to make it theirs. And he really he took it he took the ball by the horns and he's really, really successful now. So fair play to him. No, I think I could take away any sort of ill feeling. Like knowing knowing that you've not just ended it, left it in the dust or whatever, you passed on to somebody and they've they've made something, you know, made something of it for, for themselves. I think that's yeah, quite that's, absolutely it's quite a lovely behind that, yeah. Well, but same old Arsenal. 2017, you formed this. Did you form it with Lee, or did he come no, on board later? No, I, I formed the same old Arsenal podcast with uh, another good buddy of mine, Mems, who you might know from Twitter. Um, another Arsenal supporter. Now, the, the same old Arsenal was supposed to be a comedy podcast. Actually, <laughs> it, basically, what we were going to do is we were going to take, like, we were going to find the funniest tweets we could find from Arsenal fans. You know, and, and, and there's re, plenty re, yeah exactly <laughs> I mean what an idea like do you know but, um, you never run out mate you never run out <laughs> so we were going to take them and we were going to like talk about them and basically take the mickey out of them on a podcast <laughs> but then when I thought about it I was like no nah, we better not do that because we'll have people coming after us and um, <laughs> <laughs> so we instead of doing that we kind of just made it into a four men round the four men sitting up the bar kind of thing with a microphone and yeah. a pint in their hand we never we never envisaged we never envisaged envisaged that we get we're, we're close on 11,000 subs now on youtube we're we we 10 and a half thousand followers on twitter it's madness the, the way it's gone and mems was doing it with me for the first couple and then he got caught having a poo while we were recording one <laughs> One episode, having a poo and still still talking into his microphone, which is quite funny. <laughs> so yeah, we 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 had a good we had a good time um, while we were doing that. And then Mem's got uh, Mem's. I think he got some kind of promotion at work, and he couldn't commit to it anymore. Oh. So uh, I said, "Well, I'll ask my friend, Mister Judges, and uh, <laughs> the rest is history, isn't it, mate?" Yeah, I said that. I know. Oh, we'd done a few before that. I was sort of guesting on there, weren't I? And we was doing um, audios, and they was That's quite. As it happens, when I look back on them, they were quite funny. We, we, was just, we just said to each other, we'd just go on there. No scripts, no nothing, off the cuff and have a laugh. And, and, and that's what it was at first, wasn't it? And that's what we'd done. And it was, you know, we'd take the mickey out of each other. And then, obviously, when we, we started doing it, we thought about just changing the foot, just mixing it up a little bit. And um, that's what we'd done. And then um, we've, we brought other guests on it. And then Craig, Craig's very good at sorting these sort of things out. Said, look, I think we need to get a couple of permanent guests on, like you know. And, and to be honest, he's recruited really well with the guys that he's got on. He's he, he got Harry on who, for for his inform, uh, informative sort of stuff and everything, like you know, that, um, which was really really good from a journalist point of view. So we had sort of like Craig doing the hosting, me from the fans' point of view, then Harry doing it from a journalist point of view. So it seems to like that really worked well, and we just felt that we're just you know just trying to expand it, just trying to do different things with it. And we've now got Dan on there as well. We've got Nigel that does all the uh, stuff behind behind the scenes, which I think is something that I've been on podcasts before. And I tell you what, it's, it's so good if you've got someone moderating and so you get sensible people in the chat. It just, you know, yeah, it's been been good from there. And it's, it's great that when some of my mates phone up and say, oh, I've been, I've got to travel up to Birmingham and I've, I've listened to a couple of pods on the way and it's been brilliant and, and, and things like that and we, we we try to have a laugh. We try to have it serious, don't we, Craig? We try and make it serious, but we also have to have a laugh as well. Yeah, it's yeah. But you've got you, you've got to have that bit of you've got to have a bit of that like, that light heartedness as well. And a lot of people say that you know it's me and Lee banging off each other that that, that makes that brings that comedy element mm. into it. You yeah. know, like he he be taking the Mickey out of me and I'll be taking the Mickey out of him, but. At the end of the day, we're mates, so it doesn't get taken to heart or anything. You know, I mean, I've had people, you know, people. Oh god, that was a bit harsh. What Lee said to you tonight, wasn't it? And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not it's harsh just, if you're yeah, not, you know, water off a duck's back, you know. But he's, I mean, Jake, Jake called me a bastard in the last episode, and I was like, oh yeah, I am probably a little bit of a bastard to be honest. <laughs> well, with you. there you are. You see, I mean, if, if you if you are a bastard, then it's not an insult, yeah, is it? So <laughs> he runs a he runs quite a dictatorship to Simo. It's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> he just I needs do, me do. occasionally to uh, put him back in his place every so often. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that's probably what Lee, Lee. No, it's probably me actually doing that to Lee, putting him back, put, putting him back in his box, mate. Hey, eh? yeah, yeah. Well, listen, how, how I see it is, well, is it like, I mean, I think it's no. I was just all I was just saying was it's just it's what I try and do is just try and do try and recreate a bit of the old um, dressing room banter that you used to get back in the day and uh, things like that and. You know, Craig, Craig don't take it all, all to, to art, which is great. And um, 
Yeah, like, <laughs> it is good that we have that sort of banter. And, and it, listen, it's lovely when people turn around and say, oh, like, he's got good chemistry between you two. And, and that's something that we, we're quite proud of, like, because we've only met once in real life, you know what I mean? So um, even though <laughs> we, we are, you know, like, friends. And it's it, it's great because you, you do feel like you have a, a bond with people. Like, you know, Craig's obviously over in Ireland, which is a shame, really, because obviously, like, me, Dan and Harry mm-hmm. uh, all get together. And Mark's joined the joined the group now, which obviously um, he's, he's uh, an, uh, well, like Essex boy, any really, I suppose. So so we're all sort of like um, quite close to each other. So when we go to games, we, we can meet up and all that. And uh, it's a shame that Craig like, is, is in Ireland. But, um, you know, well, fortunately, we, we managed, Arsenal played in Dublin a couple of years ago. So we managed to uh, to meet up for that, which was fantastic. Like, and had a good night, didn't we? So, um and yeah, and he's a real funny yeah, thing is that if we don't meet, we've never we we we've not really met that much. We do class each other as like good friends because we we're on the on the on the podcast quite a lot together, and we've got our own like WhatsApp group and everything. So yes, it's 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 it's, it's strange, but 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 funny really. We are very much in the same boat. The only two screamers that have actually met each other is, is me and Jake. We met ages ago when we both first joined the military, um, and then. So Jed, we've never met in real person. Jed was actually the first guest we ever actually got in Talk With Screamers. And it, we got him on because you're a new podcast. No one wants to talk to you. Like, no one wants to talk to a new <laughs> podcast. Um, and we, we, he had a, a really cool shirt collection on Twitter. And we were like, oh, mate, could you could you come on and talk to us about your, your shirt collection? You know, and then for four or five months down the line, he's got his own show uh, on the Talk Screamers. He does a, a Jed's 11 where he takes like a niche sort of, and all the fans vote for it on uh, Twitter. We normally get like between like a thousand and, 5,000 votes each each show and then he kind of does a show and you know like we were saying it's, it's mental that he just oh he just came on for like a 10 minute chat about football shots and now he's like there you go show. <laughs> you know it's it's mad to be podcast now and I think new podcasts are, are kind of kind of one of the things they're reluctant to do is recruit from outside because they just kind of want to be them and their mates or them and their mate you know if it's just one or two but you know if you can get someone on you get good chemistry with and you can make an entertaining show why wouldn't you you know, want well, exactly. I mean, that's. I mean, I was fortunate enough that. I mean, I can remember. I used to, when I used to watch Arsenal fan TV. I can remember Lee came on. It was it, it was a very famous video. Um, Lee came on. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. Was it Sunderland? Lee? Was it a game? Was nah, it uh, game Swansea. Sunderland? Swansea. Swansea was the first one. The one Swansea. That went viral, well, I knew it began right? with an yeah. S. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I said, to, I was watching it. I said to myself, I've got to get this fella on the Guna talk. I've got to get this fella on the Guna talk. And um, I tweeted him, um, DM'd him. Hello, my name's Craig. Yada, yada. Um, do you want to come on the Guna talk? And he said, yeah, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> and, you know, I'm glad he did because otherwise we wouldn't be sitting here now, you know. See, it can come from nothing, you know. You know, There's a lot of things lead to anywhere, you know. And it's like, um, we had a, uh, a director from one of the, the clubs in the, in the Highland League, Devonville, and then he's just put us on, uh, giving us an email of another contact that I'm hoping to get on, um, of a team I support as well, so of the first team sort of element, so, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's brilliant. That. Well, this, from, this is it, it's all, yeah, it's all exactly. a network, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's all a network, um, but especially with, and you've got to use it, you know, use it, why not? Do you know, the worst thing, the worst thing I've ever had from a guest when I've DM'd them, can you come on the show, is no. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They're not going to tell you. Yeah, no. sure. Do you know, if, if they say no, they say no. Move on to the yeah. next fella. This is strange. Yeah, it's a strange thing. For us. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strange thing. Oh, because, you yeah, because like one, like I never knew all this sort of stuff existed. Going back before I done that that rant, you know, what I mean, I didn't even know anything had, had come. <laughs> I wasn't on Twitter or nothing like is that. Is that right, Lee? You you went on air to just a rant. Yeah, I just it was a strange thing because obviously, like with you obviously know about AFTV, but it was just around the ground at the time, and yeah. you just walk past it and things like that, you know, and you see the guys and everything like, that, and, and I just felt like you know I, I started watching it a bit, but didn't really think I'd ever go on it or whatever, and. I just after this game against Swansea, just me and my mate, a couple of my mates had gone up the pub. We just walked past it and I said something and someone just said to me, why don't you say that on there, you know? So I said, all right, yeah, I will. And, uh, you know, like <laughs> the, the waves opened up, like, you know, it's nowhere near as massive as it was then. It was a little crowd around, but nothing like, like it is now. And I just said what I said and I, I wasn't on Twitter or anything like that. And I, I remember phoning up my mate Tony on the way out and I said, oh, I, I think I've done a bad thing and gone on that AFTV. And he's gone, you've done what? So I said, yeah, how do I, 
<laughs> I said, how'd you delete it? Can we, get, can we get rid of it? He said, you can't delete it. You can't get rid of it. I said, like, well, I, I, I need to get rid of it, Tom. So he's gone, well, you can't. It's out, it's out there. It's done now. It, it'll blow over. It'll go away. So about an hour later, he said, oh, my God, it's going, it's going nuts. It's going viral. So I said, what does that mean, viral? What does that mean? He says, it's going everywhere, like, you know. So I, I, I haven't got a clue what's going on. So anyway, oh. I'm in bed now. Like, what do you think when you go viral now, Lee? Well, I love it now. I know what it means. Like, you know what I mean? What but, do you think uh, now? Just, you... Yeah, but it's like, are, you, are you even asked now? Like, no, see, like, no, just... obviously, I think the most recent one about proper huge is the the hurricane one. Oh, where you were just like, well, that, 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 well, that, that, that just <laughs> it just blew 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 away that one. But yeah, and I remember like, but were you bothered? Huh? Were you like bothered or were you just like, oh, it's up there, who cares? <laughs> nah, you just, you just let it go. Like, I thought, what's the first time? When, when the first time? Because I, it's all new to me now, like, you know, so I don't know what's going on. So about three o'clock in the morning, Tony's, my phone's ringing and I'm, I'm going, what's going on, like, you know? So picks up the phone and he's going, oh my God, he's got, it's got, this is going crazy, like, you know, you've got, uh, so the next morning I wake up, I've got, uh, I've got the local press, because when I used to play football, the press bloke around the area, he knows me. He's he's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got to do an interview for this. Has gone crazy. You've got Piers Morgan, Gary Nicker arguing about it. So, I've I've got um, <laughs> I've got uh, I've got to do it like the press. I've got all the press come round my house, and I've done this interview with the local press. Then then of course the game against on the Sunday on the Saturday was against Spurs, and it was all on BT Sport. Piers Morgan and Ian Wright were saying, how great this, oh, I'd love to meet this for Hen and Old Alcove. <laughs> great, like, you know what I mean? And it just went mad. But, and then, I, <laughs> so, so I, but I weren't on Twitter or, or anything like that. Didn't know what a podcast was or nothing. So obviously, like, then I've had to get myself on Twitter. So, funny enough, Tony set that up for me. And then, of course, I, I put on my, I said, oh, like, I'm new to Twitter. And like, oh, What's going on? It's going mad. What's going on here? Like people following me, like it was like about a thousand followers in about five minutes, and that's gone from there. So, and then like the one <laughs> with, with with Harry Kane now, which come out like on the you know went went mad on that one. You just you just ride it, ride it. You know, if I showed you my phone now, you won't believe how many people message me to just say, "Can you do a birthday message?" Going, he's done it again. You know what I mean? Or saying like that. <laughs> just, you know, so you just take it as it is. You know, listen, it's got me a, an advert with Paddy Power where I'm I'm going it like with, as the winner comes in. Oh, he's done it again. You know what I mean? So I, you can't knock it when it. Yeah. You know. So and uh, any, any publicity is good publicity. So they say. So um, I don't know about that. I'm not going to say it was. You know what I mean? So of course, like you got it's like the family and all that. Like uh, uh, and that I've got like. Uh, like Michelle's got her kids and all that. Like they're, they're all laughing and joking about it. Like I've got, I've got my 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 kids going. Oh no, like go to school. Like do you know what I mean. But listen, it's done them. It's done, it's done them great things with it with Emily. Like my daughter, um, she's been out to um, to meet a couple of like people that that she uh, she really likes in the in the in the world. You know what I mean. Like photos of of Jack Fowler and all that. Like you know. So she's. She's um she, she lets it she lets it slide so so to speak like but when we was um <laughs> I done a charity football game and Dan Osborne is like she's a big fan of Dan Osborne I don't know why but he's got all these muscles and everything like not not a bad looking lad I, I see him in the shower <laughs> like you know what I mean so um he's a good lad but he, he's a massive Arsenal <laughs> fan so <laughs> as I've walked into the dressing room he's gone oh hello Lee how are you all right and so like and then like you know like that you couldn't get near to him after the game for for for, for that, but I was allowed because I was like right with him. I said, "Oh, Emily, come with me," and off she went and had a photo done. And, and so, like, I was a cool dad then, you know. So, like, that's how it goes. So, you have good things, and but listen, it's been great. You know, what I mean, I, through that, I've, I've with all these sort of things now, and meet you guys, and you know that that that's the um, the gift that it is. You know, that it's made my supporting Arsenal, and then so much more special because you get to meet other people where you just was in your own little gang before like and you know it's it's opened up worlds. I mean it's crazy that's a lovely wee story as well Lee. Um I quite like that uh so you have Craig and you're you're like the 
the uh, the same old Arsenal and same old Arsenal is quite analytic and it's quite you know you know it's really kind of football football and AFT sometimes is just huge it's just like boom just mm. blows up it's just very clickable very watchable yeah, yeah. super yeah. like high value yeah. entertainment sort of stuff and then you have like your your side of you do the same old I quite like that you're, like, you're living sort of both worlds there there Lee and I quite like that Craig that you've adapted it from, from I, I get more pride out when people because AFT was big before I got involved with it and, it and it's massive but we when I go to games and all that and people turn around and say oh I love AFT. I love I love um, AFTV, but I love I love you you're on the same old Arsenal. Um, it's great the same old. That I get so much more pride out of that because I've helped yeah. create. Does it feel a bit more personal? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think that you know we've created something when and and to be honest, not everybody likes AFTV. You know, for whatever reason, Arsenal fans. But we've we've um, and that was something that me and Craig I think proud of doing was that. Same old Arsenal is is for Arsenal fans and, and the, the, the yeah. it's a proper ba- football show as yeah, well. Isn't and, it? and the band of people that come and watch it are, are wanting to watch it <clears> not to hate it if you know what I mean or or whatever it is just generally about Arsenal fans and and, and our opinions. So I, so I'm very very proud of that. Like yeah. Do you, um uh, Lee? Sorry, quickly. Do you know when when Ray Parler came out and sort of had a go at Arsenal fan TV? Yeah. Were you on at the time with that? Yeah. What, yeah. what was it um, sort of like to have a you know a legend like that come out and sort of have a go? When realistically, all you are is passionate fans, aren't you? At the end of the day? Bloody cheek because he's been on it. You know what I mean? Like so. Uh, like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so I could tell you a great story about that. Like, if you, if you got a couple of minutes, is that um, obviously we we done we done a show. Um, or no, Ray, Ray Parler and Paul Merson done a show and um, the, the, it all got really heated. It was it was a show where there weren't no food, it was just drinking, it was just everybody getting drunk and all that. And of course there was the argument with Arsene Wenger and it got really heated because Paul Merson turned around and said, you know, George Graham was the better manager, Ray Parler was saying it was Arsene And it got, you know, people were, it was at that time when Arsene Wenger was, it was really, it was oh, split, it was bad. So we come out, and this is a funny fact. I remember out, that time. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really bad. So I've come out to go to the toilet, and as I'm at the toilet, some blokes looked at me, and he's gone, uh, if you was DT, I'd knock you right out now. And I've gone, well, I'm glad I ain't <laughs> DT then, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, so uh, and, and <laughs> I've come out, and Ray was, was there, and we were having a chat. And with all the AFTV stuff and, um, and the arguments of the game, it got so heated that now... They've said, "Right, we've got to get you out of here." Uh, mainly for Ray because he'd been defending Arsene Wenger. It was, it's kicking off, unbelievable. Mainly, uh, the drink had fueled everybody a little bit more. You know, it was, it was it was mayhem. So me and Ray now have been escorted out by bodyguard down this corridor, down into these steps, and it's just me and Ray come outside, and there's no everybody. It's all scaffold. He's got. I can't believe what's going on here, like you know, and. Uh, so anyway, we got outside and um, like Michelle and my, or my friends are still in there, like you know. So Ray's gone. Well, that's it. He's gone. Uh, do, you, do you want to jump in the cab and we get home, like? So I said, oh, I can't, like, because um, I, I've got uh, uh, I've got friends in there, like you know. So he jumped in the cab and went. And just so so yeah. So look, listen, Ray watches it and all that. He has to be very very um, uh, what's the word um, politically correct because he works for Arsenal, like you know what I mean. So. And also talk yeah. sports, so he was he was he was criticised. But when he said that, you know, like I, I look at it and I think, like, um, well, you you know you know what it's like. You watch it, and yeah, so and he's got an opinion on that, like, so it was disappointing that he actually said that. If I'll be honest, because it is it is for fans. But I also I think if if I'll be honest, AFTV are changing it a little bit now by bringing in different people and whatever. But it was getting a little bit all about the clicks and not about. Um, mm. the content and I think that they've, they've yeah. realised that now like you know and I think that's where with the same old Arsenal we've, we've and, and, and hopefully a lot of other podcasts it's, and there are ones out there when they worry about the views instead of the content and we've always said forget about what the views are let's get the content right and people will watch it and I think that that's what we've done what we, me and Craig have done uh, more so, Craig, because he's he's the one that runs it, everything, like, you know. And but that's that's the route we decided to go down, and I think that's that's all all praise to Craig, really. 
Craig, what, what do you think has been the, the main sort of key to the same old Arsenal success? And it is nothing but a success for us. It's a, it's a sublime show. And me and Jack have been, since we knew this interview was coming up a couple of weeks ago, just been absolutely... Watching religiously, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, what, what do you think is the main factor to kind of... Because you're on, you're on the point now of just like... You well, have a very committed fan base. It, it's simple, mate. It really is simple. The way I always said to Lee that the concept of the same old Arsenal podcast with that and... I'll say it again, like I said, I wanted that podcast to be like four fellas who have walked into the boozer after a game, have sat down at a round table, there's a microphone in the middle of the table, we've all got a pint in our hands, and we'll talk about the game. Yeah. And 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 that's how I've always wanted it. I've never wanted it to be um I've never wanted it to be what's the word I'm looking for? Um I've never wanted it to be stats driven, I've never wanted it to be Oh, you know, this player run 67 kilometres. Why didn't that player run? I'm not interested in all that. Yeah. We're football fans at the end of the day. I'll leave that to the professionals. I'll, you know, I'll yeah. leave that to Sky Sports to do all that. If you want to watch that, then watch Sky Sports. But if you, if you want to listen to four lads who support Arsenal passionately, if you want to hear about what they've got to say or what their opinions might be, lots of people don't agree with our opinions. But that's fine because if we... I think bringing in Harry and bringing in Dan was probably a, was probably a good thing because kind of Dan and Harry don't normally agree, but they don't agree in a respectful way. It's so good to watch. Do you know, like yeah. you could you you could have two fellas screaming at each other because yeah. oh you're wrong and I'm right. They don't do that. Dan comes with his stuff and he's got a backup at why he thinks something's wrong. Harry will counter it with his reasons why. And at the end of the day, they just like, oh I, I, you know. It would be very boring to have a podcast with four Arsenal fans that agreed on everything. Exactly. Like, what would be the point exactly. of that? Exactly. We always say, say, me and Jake always say to the boys, don't be afraid to challenge each other. Yeah. If your point's relevant, you want to make your point. Yeah. Don't be afraid to yeah. challenge each other. I mean, me and, and Lee, we, even me and Lee. I mean, Lee says something and I'll go, what? And I'll say something and Lee will go, what are you going on about? And and that's what makes it, you know? That's a great point. I think point. so. I think so. Even in our last recruitment, yeah, like our last recruitment, um, young Billy, <laughs> we actually we didn't even tell him we wanted them on to to become part of Total Screamers. We just uh, on transfer deadline day in January, we just tweeted them, just saying you're linked to <laughs> <laughs> publicly tweeted them, you're linked to join the Total Screamers. They DM'd them, and it, it, the reason we wanted Billy was he was a Villa fan. He wasn't a Liverpool fan. We were getting a wee bit too Liverpool fan heavy. Um, <laughs> But I wanted somebody a wee bit different. And he was a, he was a young podcast, only 19 years old, did his own podcast, did his own sort of like solo commentary podcast. I was like, oh, he's super talented, this young guy. Uh, we want him. And, it, you know, that's, I think with, uh, you know, like new podcasts, don't be afraid to go out and get the people you want to do. If you mm. see someone that's really talented, you think, oh man, they could offer us something. Yeah. They could really offer us something that we don't have at the minute. Don't be afraid to, to just, you know, the worst they can say, like you said with guests, the worst they can say is no. Yeah. The, that's the worst they can say. Exactly. You know? Should we talk a wee bit about football, boys? If you want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's got through against uh, Olympiacos. Uh, I watched the, the second leg, uh, the highlights, just to refresh myself before this interview. What is going on with Aubameyang, by the way? He should have had a hat-trick that game. And he's been in this funk all season. What, what's going on, man? Uh, I mean, I don't mind saying, I, I, tweet, I, I, I text Lee after that game and I said, if someone comes in with £40 million, pounds, I'd let him go. That's what, I was, million. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. I was going to say, you know, would you would you be happy to sort of cash in on a Bami Yang? And, and I think say, at, I think at the moment the way he's playing and the way he's acting, hmm. I think any Arsenal fan would be lying if they said they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Hmm. I, I think he's been. I mean, I'm only talking. You know, I'm only, I'm only giving my opinion. There's other people there who call me mad. What do you mean? He's, that's a Bami Yang, like you know, he's, he scores mm-hmm. all our goals, and, that, and that's that's a that's a fair enough point. But when I look at him, he looks so disinterested mm-hmm. since he signed that contract. I'm oh, hoping that we contract. haven't got another Mercer Ozil situation on our ends. That's what I was about to say. I mean, you've got Kieran Tierney absolutely lifting him out of it because he didn't chase the ball. I was shouting at the TV, <laughs> expletives at the TV because he wouldn't run for that ball. And then when I see Kieran Tierney doing it and and having a go at him, he's missed three sitters. The one on one. Oh, the one on one. And the one he's where on he, the left. The, he's on the left hand side of the box. Obama Yang puts that away uh, every time. All he had to do was open up his body and slide it in. But no, he yeah. has to go for the fancy chip. If you, look at, if you look at the right-hand side of the pitch, Pepe actually checks his run Yeah, and stops running yeah. because he's like, oh, yeah. it's Obama Yang. The one he's in the first half is worse for me. The one in the first half where he's boomed it over from 12 well, yards. He, yeah, well, but he's, you know, I, I don't know what Lee thinks about it, but I, for me, I would be he's as crazy as it sounds. I'd be looking to offload him. I don't know what Lee... Lee, Lee will probably give us a reason why he should stay, but 
I, I'd, I'd be looking to offload him if, if we could. <clears throat> well, yeah, fight, Lee. <sighs> Difficult one. I, I see what everybody's saying. Like, you know, we're, we had a debate about this the other day, you know, and uh, is it becoming like the Mesut Ozil thing? I don't think it is, but there are similarities because of the big contract. I think that's where it ends. He's just having a poor season. He's just Not having a, a money, poor Lee. season. But... Um, and the, the fact of the matter is, because he's having a poor season, that's where Arsenal, where they are. Because I think that over the last couple of seasons, he's, he's papered over a few cracks with, with his goals and whatever, like, you know. But it's just not happening for him this season. And I think that the one thing that no... Well, I, 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 how can you say, like, one thing that fans will... If you, if you miss chances, like he did on Saturday, if, if he was working his proverbials off and running around and working really hard, they'd, they'd be forgiven. But they're seeing him strolling around as well, and uh, that. Uh, and, uh, as a fan, the the one thing that you should be doing is giving a hundred percent. I don't care about ability and whatever. And, and you know, when you talk about people like Ray Parler, we just talked about earlier, he wasn't the most gifted player, but one would be in everybody, everybody Arsenal's favourite team because of what he what he done. He put his body on the line, worked hard, run hard, you know. And I, I look at Ulagard who's a talented player at Arsenal. And that's what, that's what you've, that's the, you know, it's not, that is the standard that should be acceptable. But for us, oh, it's great, 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 because we've been used to players strolling around, doing what they're doing, but strolling around. All of a sudden, you've got a guy now coming in and working hard. And it's, oh, well, yeah, that should be acceptable. What Tierney does week in, week out should be, that should be the, that's the bar. That's where it should be. Should be the standard. Should be the standard. And I see that with Aubameyang at the moment, you know, his standards slipping. Now, you have a look at Lacazette. He does everything that Aubameyang doesn't. He works hard. He, he, he puts his body on the line. But he misses chances as well. But you, you, the fans are not going yeah. on about him so much because it's not Aubameyang, you know. And this is the problem. And I think that... Forget about the contract well, and all I think, that. Line, I think you know? having a bad game... I think I think having a bad game can be forgiven, Lee. Um, yeah. Turning up late to a North, a North London derby... Uh, it's, that's a, it's, a harder, yeah. it's a harder thing to forgive that um, you know if it was Merseyside and uh, you know Mo Salah tipped up late I fight, I'd be like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> you know? um, but well, I think Lacazette's more forgiving because he does play a different role I know Dan Posh is talking about like, Lacazette for Arsenal is a bit like Bobby Firmino for Liverpool that even when he's not scoring he's still contributing yeah. and I think Lacazette with that with those young guns around him those like you know Pepe, Smith, Rose uh Martinelli when he's fit, Saka for me, who is the most exciting young youngster in the in the country right now. Um, when he has those around him, and he has that co- that cool older head. I think he does offer quite a lot. Whereas Fabian's having a bad game, he's yeah. just having a bad game. He's not offering a whole lot. And, and it's also in other, it's in a great areas. point bringing up Liverpool there because obviously, like you, you've been Liverpool guys, is you know look at Marnie and look at Salah. You know, I, I think Salah, yeah. uh, sorry Marnie, there's no difference in ability wise, but I think. Liverpool fans are more on Marnie's side because he works that little bit harder. He, he, he chases back a little bit, does a little bit of the dirty work where, yeah. you know, Mo Salah doesn't. And th- it can get you... T- and he doesn't you know, dive. You don't, uh, <laughs> but, but, but fans, but fans will, will, will jump on the hard-working element as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, And I think that's, you know, probably Salah's a better player. You'd, you'd know that more than me, but... People will tend to go. Do you know what I like Mane a little bit more because he's prepared to work hard, prepared to go through the through through whatever for for the football club. And I I, I do think that you know we've got a little bit. I think that that's been. Do you know what I'm going to say? Like it's been an holiday camp at Arsenal for too long. It's been too easy. Too you know no yeah. accountability. No you know if you don't work hard, oh, but you you might make an assist. You get let off and all that. No this this this. Scrub that all back now, and that's what Mikel's doing now. He's saying, right, this is this is acceptable. This is whatever. Now, as you turn around, quite rightly said, if you know a Liverpool, like you know Everton versus Liverpool, if if um, Ricardson or Salah turn up, like you, you're not going to be happy about that, like you know, like Everton at this moment have have, have pushed you a little bit further this season because they've got a hard-working team that's really prepared to go through the through it for for the manager. You can see that. You can see that what they're doing. And yeah, I think that... They've got a world-class manager as well. A world-class manager else, of course. But uh, And and you've got that, whatever <laughs> you say about what's going wrong at Liverpool at the moment, you know, with injuries and whatever, they're still putting the tune in for, for, for Jurgen Klopp. And Jurgen Klopp wouldn't have um, 
say for instance Milner or someone like that turning up late and the fact of the matter is those guys wouldn't accept it they would turn around and say if it was a superstar yeah. coming in late I think that, they'd be on them I think that's I think that's the key difference between uh, sort of Liverpool and Arsenal is the fact that the likes of Milner Henderson Andy Robertson mm. players like that will hold like. the other players accountable you know like you say players are turning up late they'd be straight on them hammering them and I think the manager would be as well um, he wouldn't be afraid to just cast people aside. Where you need I think, five more Tiantinis. I think Arsenal for a long time have, have sort of lacked that leadership, haven't they? I mean, it's been widely well, known absolutely. that, you've, that yeah. you've been Look, lacking that. And someone like Gums, sorry, sorry. To, sorry, 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 sorry. The captain's armband at Arsenal has been thrown around like yeah. I was going to say, it changes every week. Do I mean, there was there was one one game there, we gave it to Theo Walcott because it was his birthday. (laughs) Unbelievable. Um, I think it was against Everton, actually, if I remember rightly. But yeah, gave him the captain's armband because it was his birthday. We haven't had a captain since Patrick Vieira left, in my my opinion. And we're still looking to replace him as captain. But we have him. We have the replacement for captain. But whether he gets the armband next year... Um, is a different story. Like I, I, I am a massive lover of Kieran Tierney. Yeah, he is like a breath of fresh air. He, he's one of the best left fullbacks um, in the Premier League. He's going to the World Cup with his country. You know, he's he's, he's going to get better and better and better. And I'll slap that armband on him now tomorrow against West Ham if I was manager. He, he, Do you know what? He's he's so influential that he probably doesn't even need that. Well, yeah, but he should he should get he should it because it. the player he, he, he is the player that those players should be looking up to. Now, if he's got the nuts to shout at Aubameyang because he didn't run for a pass, then that's the man I want as captain of Arsenal. Hundred percent, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Have you noticed when you? I've noticed significantly when I've watched Arsenal that when Kieran Tierney asks for the ball, generally he receives the ball. Oh yeah, <laughs> fairly sharp yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. And I think you know, and that is why. If you compare it to, to the right hand side, where there's a little bit of, you know, I don't think Arteta knows completely who his best right fullback or wing back is in terms of Cedric and uh, and uh, obviously Bellerin. Uh, I used used were having a really good discussion about it a few episodes ago, whereas Cedric works a lot better with Pepe because Pepe doesn't need to commit too much defensively, whereas Bellerin is just so far up. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's the byline with wing back, and uh, but there's just there's there is there's no discussion. At left back, left wing back. There's no discussion. Oh, you know it's Tierney, and it's every game, you know. Um, and I think you know having that sort of consistency in those positions uh, that was really important to, to Liverpool's success was having those consistencies in those positions. Mm. Um, I mean, changing the back line uh, changed Liverpool from being a really good tournament club. I we could we could beat anybody on our day, but we had a suspect back line uh, to to being a Premier League winning club. Back lines win your titles. But it also shows that you haven't got to go and spend 50, 60 million on a player. Yeah. Look at the players you no. put, the, the players you bought. And I mean, we missed out on Van Dyke from Celtic because Arsenal used this, I don't know, this computer bloody software to stat DNA or whatever it's bloody called to see whether they're going to be good enough or not. I mean, imagine... It's mental, isn't it? Do, do you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. And then he goes to Southampton... And, and Liverpool pick him up from Southampton. They picked up Mane from Southampton. I think, um, what's Lallana, it? Rob, Rob, Klein. Yeah, Robinson come from Hull, didn't he? Hull, relegated at Hull, I yeah. I mean, like... Relegated at Hull, yeah. That just goes to show you that you don't have to go out there and be spending 100 million per position. Jurgen Klopp and the, the recruitment team at Liverpool, the head of like, sort of like recruitment, sort of like analytics as well, is actually, he's a doctor of physics. He sees the stats, did, and Jurgen Klopp is obviously the... Um, the, 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 he knows the player he wants and he's not really asked about the club or how the, how the club are doing you know Quebec his club with a, a shambles in, in Bundesliga they still <laughs> wanted him you know and uh, Andy Robbo just, just freshly relegated freshly relegated still wanted him he went in for Van Dyke the year before couldn't get him and then paid the £75 million mm. price tag mm. everybody thought he was mad Liverpool we, laughed we at. could have got him for 12.3 and you should have done and you absolutely <laughs> should have done <laughs> The what unbelievable what, lads, what thing do you think that? Arteta needs to add to this squad? Sorry, Lee, go on, mate. No, I was just saying, like, that, listen, the eye test is so, so much. I watched Liverpool, been up to Liverpool a few times, and turned around and said, if you've got yourself a goalkeeper and a centre-half, you'd be a bloody good side. You know, and what they did, they went yeah. and got themselves a goalkeeper and a centre-half, become a bloody good side. It was simple as that. You know, Arsenal have been, <laughs> been, been, we've been asking for that for, for 10 years. You know, now we've got it, but... But other areas of uh, need, need replacing, and I think it, coming on to what the question you said there, Jay, is midfield. All of a sudden, we've we've been quite dom- dominant with midfield players over the, over the, that period when we've had no goalkeeper, central defender. We've had the Fabregas's and players like that. 
we've not got that yeah. now. Um, we've got we've got the centre half in in Gabriel. We've got the goalkeeper in Leno. Um, Gabriel, yeah. And we've uh, but we 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 need to upgrade tremendously on the midfield. Now, when you look at that midfield, it's been upgraded since. Um, Christmas really like December we we brought in Smith Rowe 20 years of age and we brought in Ullegaard who's 22 now if if the things that they're saying is that Ullegaard's turning around now and saying that he wants to stay on a permanent or or he wants to stay at least for another year on loan great bit of business but that's the upgrade that we've needed and, and look at the difference between those two players pre-Christmas till, till now like you know it is a massive massive difference so an upgrade of midfield players is, is needed at Arsenal before anything else now you know right back yes well, I think having, yeah I think I think having Thomas Partey who's yeah. you know quite good since he came in having him that see that age of 28 see that age between 27 and 32 see when midfielders just they just enter that prime yeah. age you know if they're not injury laden, I think it's good to have a player like Thomas Partey in when you've got you know Smith Rowe, Odegaard, and stuff like. Give them a little bit of license to go forward. And Thomas Partey is very much that box to box. You know, can win the ball in midfield, can take the ball forward, can carry the ball, can can pick a pass, can do a wee bit. Of, and that's what Jurgen Klopp did. He just filled his midfield with total engine men, just men with just massive engines on them that could move the ball from side to side and get it out to more creative players. And you know, I think if if Arsenal can do that and they can add to that midfield and and, and add. You know, maybe another another you know top class midfielder around that mm. age, twenty seven to thirty two. You know, to to put one of those immensely talented youngsters, Odegaard, if you can get him on. I mean, I think he'll go for a pretty penny if he does. I don't think Real Madrid will. Be, I think Real Madrid are probably looking at him and thinking, oh, you know, we're not in the best of positions here at Real Madrid. You know, we could maybe use you know a youngster coming through like that. Uh, but Smith Rowe, he's your own player. And he has room to grow. He has a lot of room to grow. Mm, yeah, <laughs> to be an absolutely superb player. Um, I mean, I know for a fact that the, the majority of the clubs in the country would be looking at your youngsters and, and swapping their youngsters for, for yours if, if they could. Mm. I'd have to I agree. Guess. I mean, Saka is like... What a player. What, what a player he is. He can play left back, left wing, centre mm-hmm. midfield, right wing. Centre midfield, you know, he's... striker. <laughs> And, and what and, and what a great player to have that can play for that can play for England. He, he can play in all those different positions. Um, he's in the squad again for 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 the for the upcoming internationals. I think Gareth Southgate was the question was posed to Gareth Southgate about Smith Rowe. I think he felt it was a little bit too early for him at the moment, mm. and and wanted him to see you know would he carry on playing for Arsenal at, at that level. And that's another player who goes who will, who will be going into that England team as well. So it's been a while since mm. we've had. Um, since we've had uh, England international, so it's nice. It's nice to see them going in there, you know. The, the thing I don't I, think I you've find, seen, uh, yeah, go on, Jake. So with go those ahead. youngsters as well, is if you say you manage to keep a regard as well, you're talking you're getting ten years out of these players, you know, yeah. ten fifteen years, and to have have a core sort of four or five players where you can you know you can have them for ten years, and and to improve on that, I mean, that's absolutely massive to have, and it's I think it's something that Arsenal haven't had in a while, where you can look at players and say. That that's the 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 spine of the team because I think for a long time Arsenal haven't really had a spine. No, we haven't. We've had bits of a spine, and it's nearly been there. But you have you potentially have one now for the future. Yeah, totally agree. I think yeah, I I think yeah, I think you're right. I mean, Leno, Gabriel, Partey. Probably missing. Like I, I, I'm hoping Lee's right in what he's saying about Aubameyang. That it's just a bad season. He's had Mm. he's had some personal problems off the pitch. Which is totally understandable when it when it, when it when it's your family who who who's involved. But you know, I was expecting him to come out against Olympiakos and, and uh, to try and prove a point to the manager. You know, you yeah, left me yeah. out. Do you know? But he, he just didn't. And he was in the right positions. Yeah, but he just the service was good. The service was great, actually. And another thing that worries me is like a couple of our good results that we've had: beating Leicester three one away from home, beating Spurs at home. He weren't playing. Yeah, so that worries me. Do you know, in the games that he is playing, we're either drawing or bloody losing. So well, I, we put in a group chat. Can't believe Arsenal have left the Bamiang out. Even duty discipline. I can't believe they left them out there. I, I was mad. Derby. I, I was mad. I was, I was, like, oh, I was man, shouting from could, the rooftops. Why has yeah. he left him out? What has and he done so starts. wrong? Yeah. What has he done so wrong? That he's getting yeah. left out of a North London derby. He's his yeah. captain. He's talisman. He's our top goal scorer. What has he done wrong? Has he caught him in bed with his missus or what? <laughs> <laughs> but then you find out he's late to training, or uh, sorry, then you find out he's late to the game, and reports are saying that it's not the first time. 
then I have to sit back when I calm down and say, do you know what? That might be one of the best decisions Mikhail Arteta ever makes mm. because it sends, us, it sends a statement out to his Signal. team yeah. to say, don't fuck about because I'll just get rid of you. Mm. And I think when the game starts and, you see, and Arsenal set the tone very early on in the game, they set the tone on who's going to be the dominant side in the game. Um, and that lasts about 15 minutes. You think, oh, sometimes teams start really well and then they kind of fade off. And then another 15 minutes goes on to that. And, you know, Spurs can't really do anything. They get that crazy goal, you know, obviously Lamella with a Rabona. Mm. Stupid goal. Um, <laughs> but then Arsenal bounce back. They have that character. And, and, you know, I think by the end of it, everybody's talking about Arsenal, but no one's thinking about Aubameyang. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it could have been like yeah. I think Lee, you you probably agree with me here, mate. Like, I mean, it could have been so much. It, it oh. could have been so different, though, couldn't it, mate? If he'd if he'd have lost that game, dearie me. Sometimes you need a little bit of luck in Bold football. Bold move from the young manager. Yeah, sometimes you need a little bit of luck in football, and and that decision could have gone either way. But the the, the main thing is for him is that the players didn't let him down. They didn't that that was the key for me because if there was they could have actually looked at it and thought, well, um, you know, we we're a Bamiang as our mate and whatever. But I I felt that one, they didn't. Two, they couldn't because it was against Spurs. They could have maybe done it in another game. Yeah. But they, 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 they backed the manager and, and and showed it. And you know listen, it's been a fantastic week for Arsenal fans, you know what I mean? You if Carlsberg done weeks it was, this would be it like you know it was absolutely fantastic you know for for whatever for, even though I've never I've never lost a game and been so happy on Thursday like you know when when they went out of that cup as well mm. like you know so it was just a fantastic uh, day couple of days the one thing that I think Mikel's put a bit of a problem on himself is that he played a Bamiang on, uh, on on Thursday and he's had an absolute mare now what does he do for Sunday? And Sunday's a big game, you know, because obviously now it could come down to he's got to leave West Ham, West Ham are flying. And if he does bring him back, if he does play him again, it's a little bit unfair on a uh, Lacazette who played really well mm. on 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 the Sunday. So I think that what he should what he should have done was left him out again on on um, on Thursday, and then. It, this would have been the one where he has it, but I think now he's he's come under a little bit of, pro, of a problem here because I think the right decision is to drop him drop him again. Now whether he can do that or not is another thing because you can't really leave out Smith Rowe because he played well on the left hand side, you know. So it's a real difficult decision that Mikel's put himself in now by Abamyang not really doing the business on on Thursday. If he'd have done the business, scored an hat-trick as he should have done, he could actually go to Lacazette, well, you know, he's the main man, he scored an trick now. But but if you was Lacazette now, you're going to yeah. go, well, hold on a minute, he's turned up late last week, he, he's been abysmal on Thursday, and you're still leaving me out. So I think he's put himself under under a little bit of pressure by by bringing him back. But we'll see. It'd be interesting team, team selection again, as it is always with Arsenal at the moment. There's all, you know, the, the the team selection is always very interesting. I think you've hit the nail on the head with the politics uh, and the situation that um, Mikel Arteta has put himself in. And um, I was listening to you talk about a, a little bit about uh, Mikel Arteta and if he was the right man or, or not the right man. And obviously, Arsenal in tenth. No one wants to be in tenth, especially when you're a club of the stature at Arsenal. But I will, I will sort of add a wee analogy to that: is that Steven Gerrard started um, his first job at Rangers had a couple of difficult years learning. He surrounded himself by quality coaches, Gary McAllister, people of that calibre, and eventually built a, a side to challenge Celtic and, and took absolute advantage of them. Celtic couldn't deal with the pressure that they put on them, and then they crumbled, and Stangerd found success. But I was in the third year, or the, the last second year, and I think, you know, Mikel Arteta has already proven to be, you know, he's tactically adept. You know, he is, he's putting together some of the passing that Arsenal do is, is really good. Some of it, obviously, when Xhaka fires, the, you know, fires the, the ball into Chris Wood's head, and, and I think, think that's not great. But, you know, you've got, if you're going to play out for the bag, you know, you come, you, you know what I mean? You play, you know, you, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're playing out for the back, that, that risk is always good. But I think Mikel Arteta has the right mindset for me. And although he's not a top class coach right at this minute, it's the same with any other job. I think you can get better. Mm. I think he can improve. I think he can offer Arsenal a lot. I think he is offering Arsenal a lot. I think there's a wee bit of unfinished business in the Europa League, especially since that, that loss to Chelsea in 2019. And tournament football was different from the league. Arsenal can put their quality on display yeah. in the tournament. 
maybe he gets another trophy, you know, and then you look at me and think, oh, well, it's two trophies he's delivered. It's not just one, it's not yeah. just an FA Cup. Yeah. It's two. Um, but that's my thoughts on McAllister. I know it's not, I know some Arsenal fans are saying, you know, he's nowhere near qualified enough. We want a world-class coach, but a world-class club, that's what we want. But I would say, you know, you might hold, you might already have one, he just might not be it yet. I'm with you, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I've, I've backed him all year. Um, you know, people have called me mad for backing him. <laughs> but, I think Lee will back me up on this one as well. That I've I've backed him up all year. So if he gets backed in the summer and he does bring in a few players, then he's under pressure from day one. He's yeah. under pressure from game week one. If we are languishing seventh, eighth, ninth in October, November next, you know, next year, or even this, even this time next year, he'll have to go. He'll have to because you can't have a manager there that's been backed, that's brought in his own philosophy, that's brought in his own players, and it's still not working. Then he'll have to go. But at this moment in time. Um, I don't believe that will happen. I, I, I do believe he will get it right, and I, I do believe that Mikel Arteta will take Arsenal on to bigger and better things. I really do. Yeah, I think with Real, yourself, I'm sat on the fence. Oops. Go on, Lee. Sorry, oh, sorry no, no, I've I've been on the fence with Mikel um, because of you know tenth's not good enough. If I'll be honest, it's not. But I, I have mm. seen signs of it, things happening, especially when I've the the, the greatest thing is that I've seen the improvement from. Um, the, like say like the Spurs game when we was at White Hart Lane to the Spurs game there you know we, we'd have still been at White Hart Lane we still wouldn't have scored but on 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 Sunday I felt that even though we went 1-0 down we was always going to create opportunities against a team that, that basically sit in and defend and we opened them up on more than one occasion so I do see a lot of uh, pluses from that but what what Mikel has got to get into his game and, and get into his managerial style and also in the team is ruthlessness he's got to be ruthless um, with getting consistency of result it's no good winning one game then drawing losing drawing losing he has got to start banging five six seven wins on the spin now at the moment we're on an unbeaten run um, and a big test for us tomorrow a massive test for us tomorrow but a test with with not so much pressure on us going into it as, as West Ham so I, I expect to see a performance tomorrow and I expect to see things there and, and yeah the, the the one thing that Mikel t- Mikel ticks a lot of boxes. The one box that he doesn't tick is experience. He's not got it, but he's learning on the job. Yeah. But as Craig says, he's got a year. He's had a year and a half after this. And as you say, it ain't a bad if he if he was to win the Europa League, which we've got a much better chance now in than what we did uh, this time last week with the way the draws set up and things like that. If he was to to actually get another trophy under his belt and a European one, by the way, which Arsenal haven't won for a very, very long while, if he was actually to do that, to be learning on the job and pick up two trophies, you know, I mean, this is he could have he could have a little it's bit of gold bad, dust it? here. It's not bad. So let's see what happens at the end of the season. But I do think that Arsenal as a club have got to improve on the the, the position of tenth. We've got to be a little bit more respectable than that. Wherever we finish is not going to be respectable enough, but with Tenth is not acceptable with 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 or without a manager of experience. Thanks very much for point, Lee. Unfortunately, that takes us to the end of our time here. I just want to say a big thank you to to, to Craig and Lee for coming on. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, my pleasure. Both. Pleasure's all ours, lads. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, thanks very much for our listeners for tuning in, uh, and we will see you on the next one. Cheerio, bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.